Chapter thirty six of Fruits of the Spirit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chad Horner from Ballyclare, Northern Ireland. Fruits of the Spirit by Hamilton Wright, maybe. Chapter thirty six The Wisdom of Youth. There is a wisdom born of long experience in the ways that are right and in paths that are sweet which all men honour and reverence, for there is something that comes to age which neither youth nor maturity can command. But there is another and so-called wisdom of age which has its roots in the weaknesses of men, not in their strength, in the failure of their endeavours and in their doubts. The wisdom of prudence which hugs the shore of comfort and holds back from the great adventures of the spirit which doubts the realities of the higher life because no longer in touch with them which challenges every generous impulse and chivalrous experiment which sometimes recognizes the beauty of high aims but always questions the possibility of realizing them which sees the long line of failures infelicities disappointments and says to ardent youth be sensible give up your dreams take life as you find it be content to be the average man and the average woman in morals efficiency and aims the others are only dreamers behold this dreamer cometh has been the cry of men and women who content themselves with this wisdom since the beginning of time but the dreamer comes and once more the morning of hope dawns on the world a few months ago in all parts of the english as well as in the german-speaking world there were commemorations of the hundredth anniversary of the death of a man who was scorned as a dreamer in his time so beautiful were his visions and so impracticable but the men who scorned him are forgotten and all the world loves schiller not because he did things with his hands but because he was content to walk through life dreaming the noble things that were possible to men this miscalled wisdom of experience is the old siren song of worldliness sung in the ears of the dwellers in mesopotamia before there were seals on the mediterranean it is the philosophy of the men and women who have exchanged their ideals for their comfort and because their ideals no longer live with them believe that ideals have ceased to exist for everybody else such a man looks out of the window of his well-furnished and comfortable room and shrugs his shoulders as he sees youth storm past ardent impetuous filled with great hopes and goes back to his fire and thinks himself wise and does not know that he is the typical fool of whom the bible tells us who said there is no god this prudent calculating doubtful attitude toward life would be sound if it were not based on the fundamental error that there is no god in hamlet the cautious prudent careful polonius warning his son against all manner of danger and counselling him to keep away from life but never telling him how to meet and master it would be right george macdonald once said if the devil were god but because the devil is not god it is the most short-sighted policy in the world the wisdom of youth faith hope enthusiasm is based on the fundamental fact that there is a god that therefore the best things are true and that the best things belong to men and are within their reach if not their grasp there is no dream which does not fall shortly of the reality because there is a god youth trusts instinctively the hidden forces instead of fearing them marches boldly into life instead of entrenching itself against life risks years life talent heart as great souls have always risked these things 
in believing that there are few things in life worth getting but a host of things worth being and a host of things worth doing that it is better to meet with shipwreck seeking worlds than to rot in harbour safety where is safety except in doing the highest things possible to us and going to the ultimate harbour where we can cast anchor at last if this modern world is to be saved it must deepen its faith must freshen its hope must preserve its enthusiasm its problems are so perplexing its cares so many its duties so difficult that nothing can save it but a great tide of spiritual vitality what is needed in private and in public life is not so much knowledge of what ought to be done as strength to do what we know is waiting to be done never has a fight between the things of the body and the things of the spirit been so sharply defined as on this continent today because never anywhere have the material prizes of life been so great it is idle to preach poverty to men it is idle to tell them to stop getting rich they cannot help it the combination of the genius which god has put into them with the knowledge of the modern world and the resources of that world compels men to be rich to preach poverty as it was preached in the middle ages would be to preach suicide to men to say arrest your effort curb your energy stop your activity would mean going backward what ought to be said is not you must become poorer but you must become stronger the wealth of the world can be carried if we only know its spiritual possibilities wealth is a merciless and brutal tyrant if it is a master it is a marvellous servant if it is under the hand and the one real question on this continent is whether we are to be the servants of our fortune or the masters of it as well as its makers the real antagonist to the spirit of materialism is the spirit of youth faith in the things of the soul joy in the work of life belief in its highest aims enthusiasm in its service nothing ages men like complete absorption in affairs nothing keeps men young like freedom of the spirit it is the letter that killeth it is the spirit that giveth life end of chapter 36 recording by chad horner from ballyclare northern ireland